powered by Riverside. Welcome to the Sad Fan, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made you sad from the previous week. And I don't know if this should make anyone sad, maybe some people that are envious, but Shohei Otani got paid. Oh, pretty... you just stopped talking. No, yeah, Shohei Otani got paid. I was waiting for you to it's a, we have to talk to each other, Wes. That's how the show works. Uh, I thought you weren't done talking. Usually you talk for like a minute and then you cut to me. <laughs> Well, you, I was expecting some reaction. It was $700 million, Wes. You can't just sit there with a flat face. Yeah, but you're aware of the contract. I was expecting a reaction. But yeah, it's you're right. It is the first ever over half a billion dollar contract it's in the United States. It's, it's the richest it's also, contract in the United States ever. It's fishy because he's getting paid like $2 million a year. He's getting paid two out of the $70 million, $680 million of it's being deferred until afterwards and like i don't know if he's thinking that he can like just kind of take that and not get california taxes in which case i hope california comes after him after he leaves okay. after he's done but either way i think it's ridiculous um way too much money i mean the mariners payroll alone for last year was 120 million what's the old saying what's the old saying but I don't know what saying you're talking about. You're worth as much as somebody's willing to pay you, Wes. You're worth as it's much as so stupid because he can't even <laughs> pitch next year. All he's nope. going to do is be a designated hitter. And some people are saying he'll never pitch again. Which, if that's the case, we don't know how good he's going to be yeah. after that. So you know what? Like, I'm glad the Mariners didn't go for it because, like, we could spend that money elsewhere. I don't care how much of it's deferred. But you I mean, like I don't a want... jealous ex just now, almost a little. I know what you're saying. No, I know what you're saying. But you're like, we we have that much money. We have so much more money than that. We we make so much more money now that he's not in our lives. <laughs> yeah, we have all that free money now, and I I mean, of <laughs> course, it's million dollars worth of free money. <laughs> it's the man that's the one going to spend anything. But I think this kind of just goes to show you that baseball does need a bit of a salary cap. There's just not as much parody in baseball. Or, or do like, you think other how, sports not need one? Like, how much money do you think Patrick Mahomes would go for in an uncapped market? I don't want to know. <laughs> you might That's get that billion-dollar contract. Yeah, right? Like, you might see uh, people just spilling money over the sides of it's their stupid. ships to get him in. So, uh, yeah, because here's the thing. Everybody thinks that billionaires are billionaires because they're smart. Uh, there's a lot of luck that goes into that. There's a lot of coming around the right product at the right time. Here's the thing though, but just because, just because the owner of the Oakland slash Las Vegas A's is a billionaire, there's a big difference between having 1 billion and $2 billion. Like that's double. Like it's, I just think there needs to be some sort of cap, some sort of equalization between teams. It's, at this point, it's just become an arms race who can spend more. And, of course, sometimes you have teams like the Mets who spend a bajillion dollars and they still suck. But for the yeah. most part, the teams that spend more are going to be better. Because what, what if about you, the Braves, Wes? The Braves are really good. They yeah, still spend you, a lot. They don't no, spend a metric Wes, shit ton. Wes, but they all spend their, quite a bit. It, by the way the contracts work, they basically just screwed over all their young players. All their young players, like Acuna... Would you agree he's one of the best players in all of baseball? 
Yeah. You know how much money he makes next year? How much? $12 million. So That's still a lot. Yeah, to us, relative yeah. to us, to how good he is, and compared to the other people that are in his class of baseball player, they're all making like $30, $40 million next year. So the Braves somehow found a way to screw over all these young players to get them to sign 10-year contracts, and it's nowhere in the realm of what they're worth. So they've got all these young players locked up for so long. So sometimes teams just do it smarter, or we call it smarter, but I, I kind of think it's screwing over the young player for an opportunity to make, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess that is a life-changing number, but I'm speaking of relative to where they're at. So right? Atlanta's payroll last year was $203 million and the Dodgers were 222 So I don't, it's not that big of a difference. Whereas if you go down to Oakland, they were $57 million. But they're able to do that, Wes, because they're signing, you know, vets at a higher salary than some of their better players. That's yeah. why. Uh, now, let's talk about the other part of this contract that you, you you kind of briefly grazed over. The deferment of $680 million. Uh, first of all, he makes a ton of money on endorsements. But Shohei, you live in Los Angeles, baby. You, you, that's kind of expensive. I don't know, $2 million? A year? So how much are you making on these endorsements? Can we make that public record? There's been rumors that he makes like upwards of like $40 million off of endorsements every year. Yeah, I'm sure, because he's got Japan and the U.S., right? Yeah. I mean, he's the biggest superstar out of Japan since Ichiro. Yeah, since your boy up in Seattle, Yeah, right? <laughs> that was the Seattle guy, Ichiro. But, uh, yeah, he, he makes, yeah, roughly $40 million in endorsements. The deferment, though, of $680 million, do you know what that does for the Dodgers right now? It, I mean, it's it's like nothing for them right now. Yeah. It's so what $2 million do? a year out of their salary, so they can hire a bunch of other really good talent, which is yeah. stupid. I mean, I don't, I don't understand how you can – I mean, I understand how, but I don't understand, like, how like, MLB doesn't put a stop to this do you, remember, do you remember cheat code central or uh yeah. for video games or the game that's why like yes yeah. they, they found the game genie and they plugged the game the dodgers just plugged the game genie in and we're like hey we want all the best players right we got freddie freeman last year from the braves how do we get shohei otani and they're just going to keep doing this with all the best players because now they've found a way they said hey you know what you're going to be good in today's life and if the world is able to last till 2035, if the earth survives that long, <laughs> right, maybe your family can be set forever and you're going to be a rich old guy. Yeah. I mean, he's going to, after 10 years, I mean, if he even plays through 10 years, I mean, he's just going to be collecting a fat paycheck for the rest of his life. Yeah. And, and now that we've talked about that, let's talk about some of the more boring. Oh, by the way, do you know how old Shohei is? Because this one caught me off guard when I was reading all the news. No. He's 29. So this goes until he's 39, and then he'll be getting paid until he's 49. Yeah, that's wild, right? This is essentially a 20-year contract. But, but that's wild. I didn't realize how old he was. I was like, that's a lot of money for somebody that's, you know, going to probably be really good for the next four to five years and then be really bad based on how baseball players go, right? Yeah. So there's only one way to fix that, Wes. <laughs> Bring back salary. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We were on two different levels. All right, so let's go from something really exciting and really new to us to something that was so boring and so terrible. The Raiders versus the Vikings. And I'm only mentioning this game because for the first time, 
for the first time in over half a decade, a game went scoreless through two quarters. Two full quarters of action. You mean no through score. three and a half quarters? <laughs> yes, but it was they didn't score until like they didn't score until three minutes left. I think it was <laughs> three or four minutes left. Yes, it was terrible. Win. The Vikings I are was, on their fourth quarterback. The the Raiders I, are just not awful. I really wanted that game to go to overtime, scoreless. Through the fourth, like like a European football game, just zero zero to it, and then yep. it's a shootout. Then the field goal kickers, we we put them at the twenty. You got to make it. We put them at the thirty. You got to make, and they just go until the field goal kickers miss. Just an old fashioned shootout. <laughs> it was it terrible. Was I'm so glad I didn't watch it. No, there's better games on. Like I told you and uh, your your lovely girlfriend Michelle. So I put the Raiders game on on my little TV. And I have the red zone on on the big TV. Can you guess how many times red zone showed the Raiders game? <laughs> well, there times. was a couple times. There was there was the fumble when they were in the red zone. Yeah, it was three times. They showed it yeah. three times. And <laughs> and one of the times they showed the Raiders game was Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs was they... in the field with an injury. So well, it was I, bad. If there's one thing to take out of that, it's that AJ Cole is freaking amazing. Yeah, he's a great punter. He's that, there's a reason he got extended. He had an 83-yard punt, and it would have been longer if it wasn't taken for a touchback. Yeah. It would have been like a 95-yard punt. It was insane. <laughs> He's an amazing punter. Uh, somehow the Raiders always find a great punter, right? They had Shane Leckler, Marquette King, and now Cole. So they find him everywhere. They're not great at drafting quarterbacks, but you better watch out for our punters that we draft. But- Woo! I honestly, I'd rather watch the Seahawks get the crap kicked out of them than watch that game. By the 49ers, who are again the best team in the NFL after what Dallas did to. And I told you, I told you, I've told everybody, nobody wants to listen because of Brock Purdy. And we're going to get to what Cam Newton's thoughts are on Brock Purdy in a minute. But the 49ers are so ultra talented all over the field. I mean, they already clinched a playoff spot, so. You don't want to think about it because they're in your division, but I think they're gonna. I think they're going to the I'm Super so Bowl. So tired of the 49ers. <laughs> I don't know. And when, once you get to the playoffs, though, it's all bets are off. I mean, if Brock Purdy gets hurt again, which is what happened against the Eagles last year, anything or can just happen. Just an off game, one off game, and you're out. I don't know. That coach is so good, man. That coach is so good. Shanahan's so good. I think he's going to be well prepared, and he's looking like he's going to get the bye week now that the Eagles just shit the bed. Against the if Cowboys. the Giants can beat the 18-0 Patriots, anything can happen. <laughs> okay, Kevin Garnett. Anything is possible! <laughs> that's your hope, and that's fair. And what's funny is, we always thought, as long as Patrick Mahomes was with the Chiefs, the Chiefs were a lock, right? Just a lock to make the playoffs. And they are because the division is terrible. The AFC West is awful. We just got terrible news that one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL is out for the rest of the season. Uh, I hate giving that to you, but it's the truth. Justin Herbert. So that means bye-bye, Brandon Staley. You will be fine. Brandon Staley is done after this year. (laughs) He's so bad. um, (laughs) It's terrible. um, Yeah, the ending of that game with the Chiefs and the Bills, that was a really good game. But, man, that was such a great play. With uh, Travis Kelsey and the little pitchback, like yeah, ah, uh, God, 
like I get it. He was really offsides. He was far like, offsides. I was waiting for you to say it. He was, it was he was bad. really far offsides. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's like he wasn't even involved in the play. So it's like why he scored the why touchdown, are you Wes. It? Wes, he scored the touchdown. What are you talking was about? Yes. Oh, I thought oh, I thought it was a different receiver. Never mind. No, it was Still Tony. He scored Still. the touchdown. Well, so, he didn't he didn't he didn't get the catch though. That's true. That was Travis Kelsey. But the yeah, Travis he was going to be open no matter what. Hold on, but you saying he didn't get the catch is hilarious because how did he get into the end zone, Wes? Because he received a pitch from Kelsey. Because everyone <laughs> went after Kelsey. Travis Kelsey turned around and threw a pass all the way across the field through three defenders. Yeah, because to him. everyone was colliding <laughs> on Kelsey. You deliberately called it a pitch so you wouldn't have to say he had the catch that scored the touchdown. It was not a. He, he turned and he threw the ball like yeah. a quarterback, which he played at the University of Cincinnati, <laughs> all the way across the field. It was not just a pitch. He didn't just pitch it to Canarius Tony. It was a crazy throw. Yeah, but sick. Like one, two feet, two feet isn't going to make a difference on that play. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, it was the right call. But come on, like ah, that was the perfect ending to that game. My favorite meme so far of this game was somebody put Patrick Mahomes side by side with dodgeball Ben Stiller when Ben Stiller loses the throw off against Lafleur in dodgeball. And he goes, what are you talking about? My hair was in my face. This is crazy. This is ridiculous. I'm going to sue you. And they have the side by side of Patrick Mahomes going at the referee. And it's it's hilarious with all Patrick Mahomes teammates holding him back. And then all of the Globo gym uh, thugs holding back Ben Stiller. It's it's so funny. I mean, if we want to talk about blow-ups, did you see DK Metcalf's blow-up? No, I didn't. I didn't. But that's uh, pretty he was such a hothead that game. Yeah, so after um, the ball was picked off, the ball was towards DK and it got picked off. And then he goes over to the bench and he slams his helmet on that little like PVC pipe that holds the helmet. Yeah. And he like he shattered that. And then he was just pissed off the rest of the game. He got in a fight with, uh, I can't remember, one of the cornerbacks who was covering him. And he got in a fight with him. He, like, grabbed his helmet and, like, tried to, like, swing him around a little bit. And it was yeah. just such a hothead, dude. I'm like, come on. He's your Draymond Green. He's your team's Draymond Green. We're going to get Draymond later. Let's not, let's not touch on that yet. But but he is. He's your team's enforcer. He's a big guy. Like, DK Metcalf is a big guy. He's actually really funny and level-headed in interviews, but something happens when he puts on that helmet, he becomes a different person. But how, about, how did you feel about how Patrick Mahomes went up to Josh Allen after the game? Oh, I I didn't see that, but I heard about it. I heard he just kind of ignored him. Yeah, well, and he's saying it's BS and that that should have never happened, things like that. And he apologized is, afterwards, though. What is Josh Allen supposed to say in that moment? Like, yeah, you're right, but his team won. Like, yeah. what is he supposed to say to you? <laughs> I think Mahomes apologized afterwards because he's like, that was unfair because he wasn't even involved in that play. Yeah, it's it makes me laugh because I'm sitting here like, what do you expect? Pat, you think he's going to agree with you? After his team just won that game. And Josh right, Allen no. played relatively well. Yeah. Josh Allen a hundred percent. I picked them to win that game. I bet on them to win that game. Because I was like, no, they, they cannot go out like this. And I was like, this is where the Chiefs lose because they don't need it. And the Bills need it more than 
they have in a long time. I think they're going to – it's still hard for them to get to playoffs, but I think they're going to come out and they're going to play really hard. And they did. They went up by 14-0 to right away. Yeah. The problem is they didn't keep it going, which is what I cannot stand about McDermott. That and making references to 9-11 to fire his team up. Uh, I don't know. Did you hear that story, Wes? No. Oh, McDermott. I'm, I'm already and, mad. <laughs> McDermott in 2019 talked about what it took for the terrorists to come together for 9-11 to happen to his team in an inspirational speech. And I'm just like, this guy sucks. This guy is the worst person in the world. And what kind of warm-up speech is that? There are so many other places that you can go, and you go with that. And now he gave me one more reason to hate him, because I hate that he likes, he gets constipated with the lead when he has one of the most exciting offenses in the NFL. And he fired Ken Dorsey, who was not the problem. We all know that. Ken Dorsey's offense was one of the highest rated offenses in ESPN's ratings. And they fired him because he needs a scapegoat because he's not a good coach. He doesn't have it figured out. I don't know. I I don't really agree with your take on McDermott. I think he's a good coach, but I... You do that all the time. You you worship coaches. It's whatever. I'm used to it now. I, I can't argue with you anymore about coaches. <laughs> it is what it is. You like him. It's fine. You, you know, like the, hey, hey, you Josh like McDaniels, he was, he was a golden goose, man. You guys got rid of him too early. Yeah, was he? That's the one yeah. coach I've ever seen you insult is Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Every other coach, no, nah, he's good. But I kind of like what he does. <laughs> <laughs> They're there for a reason. They're talking the game, okay? You enjoy authority. It's fine. Like, I'm going to let you have it. Like, authority is your thing. Structure. Okay, Okay. man. (laughs) It's just weird. You're always on the coach's side. Best coach ever. Who is it? I don't know. Uh, Uh, Well, I think we can all agree Brandon Staley sucks donkey balls. Yeah, Brandon Staley's really bad. Brandon's, I was going to say Charlie Weiss when I said that. He's a really good coach. Really like Charlie Weiss. Really likes what he's done with Kansas and Notre Dame. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Brandon Staley's awful. Brandon Staley's out. Sean Payton seems to have revived the Broncos. Somehow. Yeah, I didn't that, see this. Broncos have a better record than the Seahawks right now. They started so bad. Yeah. And everyone was crapping on Sean Payton. And we lost by 70 points. He's laughing so. now. Yeah. It was really <laughs> bad. But it was, uh, he's it got. Bad. It was really bad. <laughs> he's got uh, Russell Wilson playing good again. And the rest of the team is clicking. So I think they're going to make the playoffs. Man, it. Uh, I hope not. I hate that team. I hate that team. I know you do. But Sean Payton. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, do you hate the Chiefs? No, I hate hate the Broncos. I hate, hate, hate the Broncos. The Broncos, I, I don't hate a lot of things in life. Broncos, Patriots, and Cowboys. Like, those three teams just drive me insane. And it's not the teams. The fans just suck. <laughs> the fans are the worst. And it, it's so irritating. And, and Raiders fans are no better. So different. What's that? I said because Raiders fans are so different. Oh no! Like I was, I was just about to say, and Raiders fans are, aren't much better. Like I get into arguments with my fellow fans all the time, just because they're irrational. Like legit, Aiden O'Connell is the answer was trending for a while in Raider Nation. I'm just, no, he's not. No, he's not. Stop. Like stop anointing people. Same with like I like Antonio Pierce, and I'm going to be taken out of context here. I like Antonio Pierce, but I also know, hey, he's probably not the answer. He's probably not going to be the head coach. Right. Like, I think I think he should get a shot for uh, Graham's job 
because I don't like Patrick Graham. I think he's a terrible defensive coordinator, and I think he's been made better by Antonio Pierce. I think Antonio Pierce deserves a shot at D coordinator and to learn the head coach, the head coaching job as he's a defensive coordinator. Okay, I do think that. However, that three to zero game, like they all went silent. Raider Nation went silent, and what sucks right now fun. is. Yeah, they're in the eighth overall pick, and there's not going to be a quarterback available. And this is a quarterback-rich draft, like a quarterback-rich draft. And there's just not going to be – oh, I think uh, I think on the most recent mock drafts I saw them taking J.J. McCarthy, and I was like, please, God, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like – like, we'll see. It's, yeah. there, there are a lot of quarterbacks this year, though. No, no shade on J.J. McCarthy. I just don't like his game. That's all. Like, it's fine. He's good. I hope Michigan throttles Alabama. But from what I've seen of him at Michigan, I just don't like his game. That's all. It's You That's know all. what's weird? Jim Harbaugh was a quarterback. So yeah. you'd think he'd be good at developing quarterbacks. But Michigan hasn't had, like, a really good quarterback come out under him. Like, mm-hmm. they've all been, like, they've all been good. Like, but nobody that's, like, a first-round draft pick. Yeah, it's since Andrew Luck, really, right? Since Andrew Luck. Maybe yeah. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. I guess you could throw Colin Kaepernick in there because he did develop Colin Kaepernick for a couple years there. Colin Kaepernick was really good for San Francisco. That's true. Uh, I, he made Alex Smith better, too, but Alex Smith wasn't his guy. Alex Smith has already been in the NFL for a while. Yeah. Uh, I wish you and I were on the air every day so we could have talked about what Alex Smith did about the Patriots, what he eviscerated Tom Brady and the Patriots, about how he played in the worst division every year of his career. <laughs> it, it's funny because the Patriots, or not the Patriots, the Dolphins are really freaking good right now. The Bills yeah. are really freaking good. Like, where was... Just have one of Josh the best defenses Allen? in the NFL. Yeah, where was Tua and Allen when freaking Tom Brady was playing with the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah, that was one of my favorite takes. When Alex Smith did that, I was like, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And then you had the Jets. The Jets were good for a little bit, but then you had, uh, what's his face with the butt fumble? Uh, Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Yeah, and Rex Ryan. Who likes feet? Speaking of not entirely wrong, Cam Newton came out and went off on Dak Prescott, Tua Tagovailoa, (laughs) Jared Goff, and Brock Purdy. And saying they're all game managers. And here's the thing. Here's wait, hold on. Outside of maybe Brock sometimes and Dak, I kind of agree with him. Except for you I've been saying is a game manager. Kind of. I think without McDaniel's, he's not as good. I think we saw what he is without Tyree Kill. He wasn't great without Tyree Kill. But here's the here's the funny thing. Uh, I have a really good friend who used to call me all the time. He used to call me on my cell phone. But uh, he used to call me all the time and ask me about the Cowboys. And he'd get really mad at me because I'd say, bro, like, Dak Prescott is Kirk Cousins. And he's like, no, he's not. No, he's not. I was like, no, no. Like, Dak Prescott is Kirk Cousins. They're the same person. They're the same quarterback, except for Dak Prescott's a little bit more mobile. And he'd hate it. And I want your opinion on this, but hold on. I didn't think I'd get – this old to where LeBron James and Cam Newton are now those corny old guys yelling at the clouds about different things. And it's what they've become. I Cam Newton was a cool quarterback in the NFL. LeBron James was a cool 19 year old coming to the NBA. I mean, LeBron was, James is a lot older than Cam Newton. Is he a lot older? I think he's like a couple years older. Cam Newton's 34 and LeBron's, and LeBron's like 39 40. and 40. Yeah. Yeah. Six years. Yeah, six years. 
I think Cam Newton's just trying to get his name in the media because his career is done now. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, he's done. He he flamed out at a relatively early age for quarterbacks. Well, I no, mean, he was electric. No. Don't get me wrong. He was electric. <clears throat> Not an early age for quarterbacks. Oh, he's 39 who's still playing like he's 30. Stop, stop, okay, one game. Stop it. <laughs> Flacco had like five, six years where he looked god-awful. And we'd watch him like, what is happening with that? Flacco when was, is elite. When he was on the Jets and towards the end of his Ravens career, he was called Cement Shoes Flacco because he couldn't move. Okay, stop it. Most quarterbacks are done. Most quarterbacks are done between 32 and 36 years old. Not That's lately. The, yeah, I feel like man, that number has been going up lately. Yeah, because you, you're having recency bias with Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady, and now Aaron Rodgers. That's not normal. Like normal Phillip is Rivers. Ben Roethlisberger and Philip Rivers. Look at when they retired, 35. So, I'm sure Philip Rivers was older than that. Because that dude had like 20 kids before he retired. So that's look like 20 his, years at least. What year did he play for the Colts? That's how old he was when he retired. Don't look at his actual retirement. Age. That was, he played for the Colts in 2020 and he's 42. So that would have been 39. So 39. So yeah, about, okay, so 39, I guess, for an elite quarterback, for a, a pretty decent quarterback. Well, I, he also got I feel like it's getting up because advancements in technology and like Ricky how, how you take care of out. your body, Ricky how you take Bobby. care of your body is has improved <laughs> drastically. You know, I feel like with the advances in modern medical science and my high level of yeah. income, it's not outlandish for me to live to be, you know, two, 300 years old. Exactly. <laughs> Like, it's not crazy anymore to see, like, a quarterback still playing at a good level, like, up to, until they're 40. So, let's, you know, I, I, I disagree. I think Cam Newton was, Cam Newton was electric. Pretty... Okay. But, well, Cam Newton sucked for the last two years. Yeah, he's bad. He was bad. He was terrible. Yeah. He He was really good for, like, six years, and then he just kind of fizzled out. He he and, he had a good career in the NFL. That's what I would say. He had a good career in the NFL. He made it to a Super Bowl. He won an MVP. Uh, he may be a Hall of Famer here in you know seven years. I think he's just trying to get his name out there again. Some I don't I don't hits. care what he says. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're not gonna listen. Some quick hits before we leave. Congratulations to Caitlin Clark on her Gatorade NIL deal. No one in college sports deserves a deal like that more than Caitlin Clark as she fills up stadiums wherever she goes with the Iowa Hawkeyes women's basketball team. Real quick, though, I just want to talk about Monday Night Football. I feel like that was a good success. They they decided to have two Monday Night Football games simultaneous instead of staggering them. Mm -hmm. And I think it was – that was awesome. I mean, those were two really good Monday Night Football games. You had the Titans and Will Levi's <laughs> coming back from 14 Old points Man down. coffee. Like, the biggest comeback in, like, the last three minutes since 2016, I think. Like, 760 games or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it was, yeah, it was in, it like, was three insane. minutes. <laughs> God, that was, that was fun. And then the Giants. You had Tommy DeVito and his agent. Yeah. Tommy DeVito coming back. <laughs> Tommy DeVito. I don't even know where Tommy DeVito's from. I don't even know where uh, Will Levi is from. Syracuse. Tommy DeVito, and Syracuse. And Will Levis, we talked about Will Levi's levies. God, now you got me doing it. <laughs> Will Levis 
Uh, a lot of times, last year on the show, he's the quarterback from Kentucky that was eating the banana with the peel on it. Oh, he's yeah, that weirdo. That mayonnaise, mayonnaise okay. in his coffee. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was really electric. Uh, that was fun. That was fun to watch. Right. Yeah, no, it, it wouldn't have been if it wasn't for the ending of those games. Man, the NFL wins every time because the beginning of those games wasn't exciting, right? It, it was the end of the games that had us all like, oh, my God, this is the best game ever. But it's, yeah. it's so funny how the NFL was able to pull that off. How we just forget how boring the first parts of the games were. And then we're like, oh my God, this game is amazing. And really, it was like the middle of the third through the fourth quarter, but we're going nuts because of what happens. You know, yeah. like a team's able to come back. A team has a cool quarterback and a, a funny agent in the Giants. And Daniel Jones is just watching it pissed off because all he's gotten is terrible treatment from the New York fans. <laughs> and they're just embracing Tommy DeVito. So I, I, I will say, though, irritated. I think the Manning cast sucks. Okay. <laughs> On that note, we want to uh, uh, wish a somber rest in peace to Andre uh, Brower from Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, the police chief, Captain Holt. Captain Holt. I don't know. It's it's really sad because he's he's great in everything he does. Sixty-one. Yeah, he didn't look it either. On Brooklyn Nine Nine, he did not look like he was in his fifties while he was on Brooklyn Nine Nine at all. And uh, that was one of my favorite sitcoms. Uh, obviously we're fans of Peralta and Boyle, but without Holt, that show isn't what it is. So no. rest in peace, Andre, you will be missed. Uh, also me- Draymond Green is a dirtbag. He got suspended or he got ejected for, uh, punching Nurkic. Was it? Okay. Yes. He got suspended for Screw punching him. Nurkic about Just 30 minutes ago. He punched his ass out of the league. I don't, I'm tired of him. He, <laughs> the Warriors can't trade him because they just paid him, and no one's gonna want that contract. But yeah, he's not, he's 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 aging poorly, and that's where we're at with he's Draymond poison. Green. <laughs> On the poison what? note, uh, it's driving us out of our mind. We will see you next week from the Sad Fan, and you can reach us on the Sad Fan Cast on Twitter, the Sad Fan Twelve on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please like, subscribe, and review, and we will see you next week.